Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 57, Rich Gelder, running for City Councilor in Ward 13, recorded on September 6, 2018. Rich Gelder, you're running for city councilor in Ward 13. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thanks for having me, Joey. Always nice to see you. Firstly, tell us, who is Rich Gelder? Well, Joey, I'm a 22-year resident of Dundas here in Ward 13. I made a decision as a young adult to make Dundas home and have never looked back. I am a teacher here in town, head of the uh, languages department at Dundas Valley Secondary School. I was lucky enough to have taught at the former Parkside and Highland schools before they were brought together to create what we now call DVSS. I live with my wife, Kathy, and our two sons, Liam and Jamie, right in the shadow of the giant Dundas water tower. Why are you running? Joy, I'm running because I very much believe in the potential of the entire city of Hamilton and the capacity of Dundas and the communities of West Flamborough to lead. Currently, the people I talk to in the campaign don't see council as it is currently composed as pulling together for the good of the entire city. They see on a regular basis battles pitting one part of the city against another. We've seen this on the transit file. We've seen this on the development file. And we have certainly seen this in our desire to make all of our streets livable and safe. I want to bring a fresh perspective to council, one that is Dundas and Flamborough-centered, but also one that sees that we have common interests right across the city. We have challenges, whether it is growing our tax base, affordable housing, investing in transit, making our streets safer, and development struggles that we need to meet head-on, working together as a cohesive unit. How have you contributed to your community and our city? Glad you asked that, Joey. It's my work in education. It actually started with coaching in the community and eventually led to a career change. Teaching and coaching both in school and in the community has allowed me to cultivate a passion for amateur athletics in the almost quarter century I have been back in the area after pursuing post-secondary education. I have been involved in the amateur track and field community for that entire time as a coach, director, and now president of the Hamilton Olympic Club, which happens to be Canada's oldest track and field organization. I also spent many years as a sport coordinator with the Canusa Games, the annual competition between Hamilton and Flint, Michigan, and continue to help out there every year. In more recent years, I have focused my efforts on advocating for issues that affect the health and well-being of Dundas and Hamilton and Flamborough. I have participated in lobbying efforts to support public transit here in Hamilton and have delegated on numerous occasions at City Council in support of the now-dead bus lane, light rail transit, and investment in the Hamilton Street Railway. I am also a passionate advocate for cycling infrastructure and safety. What are your two priorities for Ward 13 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? My two priorities for Ward 13, being Dundas and West Flamborough, are first, ensuring that we have a handle on smart development. The community in Dundas has said that there are limits to the densification it wants to see in our very unique community. We will strive towards densification targets, but not at the expense of unfettered high-rise buildings the community simply does not want. The uniqueness of Dundas is also evident in its public spaces, like laneways, that we need to stop selling off for a song. My second priority is ensuring that the rural reality of West Flamborough is respected and understood by the rest of council. 
cookie-cutter planning and zoning solutions that work in the rest of the city aren't necessarily feasible in rural communities. Also, with the pending discussion on area rating, we need to ensure that rural taxpayers are not on the hook for services they do not receive. As for Hamilton itself, as a citywide priorities, first and foremost, we need a council that is pulling together. We need to be reaching out across ward boundaries to find our common interests and to understand the needs of other communities. We need all councillors to unite behind the inner city wards to reverse the trend of their neighbourhoods being seen as little more than high-speed thoroughfares for the convenience of those simply passing through. At the same time, other parts of the city need to understand that Dundas is unique and that there is a strong community desire to preserve the character of the valley town against unwanted types of development. We need councillors who are at the table regularly, consistently, and for the entirety of meetings. My second priority for Hamilton is that we need to leverage the generational opportunity presented by light rail transit uh, into development and tax base advantage. Everyone who has put any thought into LRT understands that it is more than simply a transit initiative. Developers are already coming in with projects that will grow our stagnant tax base, and the LRT corridor is exactly where we want this type of development taking place. 20 stories is a non-starter for Dundas, but very appropriate and welcome in the LRT corridor. And we need to recommit to the 10-year transit plan and rapid transit in other parts of the city because rapid transit isn't simply about LRT from Eastgate to McMaster. We need to act on the 2011 Rapid Ready Report and begin implementing the other parts of the BLAST network, including bus rapid transit in other parts of the city. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on City Council? First and foremost, my passion for Hamilton as a whole. I was born on the East Mountain and raised in Stony Creek, but chose to make Dundas my home. There is nowhere else on the planet I would rather live than our place in the shadow of the water tower here in Dundas and as part of Greater Hamilton. Second, a sense of empathy that I have learned through almost 20 years of teaching. More than a decade of that was in the inner city at Sir Johnny MacDonald Secondary School, where I interacted daily with kids from high-needs areas of Hamilton. You really see what Hamilton looks like when you teach in such an environment that brings together Canadians of different backgrounds, ethnicities, and religions. Further and in more recent years, I have had a tremendous growth experience through my involvement with the LGBTQ2S plus community in my schools. I helped found the Gay Straight Alliance at two of the schools I have taught at and have been the teacher advisor at all schools I have worked at. Finally, I have been fortunate enough to hone my skills of leadership and organization not only as a teacher, but as a sports coach and administrator. These are things that I was able to call upon as we brought together many community partners to support another project related to my work with the LGBTQ2S plus community. I was a chief planner of the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board's annual Rainbow Prom this past year, and it was a joy seeing several community partners, including Mohawk College, the Hamilton Community Foundation, and the school board itself come together to make this annual event a success. The merger of Dundas-Greensville and Western Flamborough, Flamborough itself a product of a 1972 amalgamation, into the new Ward 13 creates a new community. How will you bring these communities together in common cause as their elected leader? Well, Joey, the forced creation of the new ward boundaries presents our particular one with some unique challenges. There really isn't another ward that has a mix of urban, suburban, and rural to the extent that the new Dundas-West Flamborough Ward 13 one does. 
However, there is much that the ward has in common in our end of Hamilton as a city. We want our development to be smart and targeted, whether it is green space or heritage or escarpment sight lines. All of Ward 13 wants to make sure the integrity, be it architectural, aesthetic, or environmental, of our communities is preserved. But Joey, the challenge isn't simply uniting Dundas and West Flamborough into a community, but the city as a whole. Right now, that isn't happening. We need to bring together other communities of Hamilton, uh, be it downtown, the East Mountain, Ancaster, Stony Creek, and the rural areas of Glanbrook. With a common vision that values targeted development, support for public transit where needed, and support for our vulnerable communities. And we need to have a plan to grow the tax base to do that. Hamilton zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density, transit-connected housing in walkable communities and is important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As a member of City Council, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you respond to concerns about development, and where do you believe mid-density growth should occur in your ward? As they have already indicated, development is a particularly sensitive topic in Dundas, owing to the heritage of the town that we so value. And Dundas has already undertaken its fair share of densification in recent years, with the Creekside Estates Amica development, as well as a nine-story building that will likely be going up at 71 Main Street West. Infill development encompassing affordable housing is a priority and good policy, but must be balanced with the needs of the community. First and foremost, the densest of development must be diverted to the LRT corridor, which is why I support the light rail transit initiative. Second, development of any density, including mid-density growth, must be spelled out in the official plan and in any secondary plan for downtown Dundas and surrounding area. And as a city, we need to be leveraging tools like inclusionary zoning and incentivizing it by making such conditions of rezoning and variance applications by developers. If a developer wants to deviate from an official plan, they had better come to the table with some concrete offers of percentages of affordable units, whether it's Dundas, Pier 8, or anywhere else in the region. We also need to start thinking outside the box. Other cities like Montreal allow for three-story detached units that contribute not only towards densification, but offer new opportunities for affordable housing. Why not here in Hamilton? What is something interesting or unique about Ward 13 that you believe the rest of Hamilton should know? Ah, Joey, I wish I had a better answer than this, but all I'll say is that Dundas and West Flamborough have their own unique histories that predate municipal amalgamation by more than a century. There are more heritage properties in Dundas per capita than anywhere else in the city. Preservation of character in terms of heritage architecture and green space are values our community holds dear, in spite of changing demographics. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? I think that starts with a local councillor. I think we need 15 councillors and a mayor working together to make Hamilton better off and not 15 ward-healing mini-mayors looking inward. That's the first change I would make. We need a change of culture around the council table. Secondly, I believe we need a continued investment in public transit. In addition to LRT, we need to be moving faster on the 10-year transit plan. 
and BRT to other areas of the city, as identified in the BLAST network. We need also to be enhancing public transit in Dundas and even areas like Greensville. With LRT pending, we need to redeploy the fleet so that Dundas might have more frequent and expanded service. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? What I'm hearing during canvassing, Joey, is that we need to get a handle on speed and traffic on our residential streets. There are too many areas, residential ones, where the speed limit is 50 kilometers an hour, which for many means a number somewhat higher. If a road is lined on both sides with homes and families and it isn't otherwise an arterial road, we need to be asking ourselves why the speed limit isn't 40 kilometers an hour. Also, truck routes. We need to expand our review of truck routes, particularly Dundas, as there are places where trucks are unnecessarily rooted through strictly residential areas. The second thing I would address is park space and recreational facilities. Whether it is passive green space, public laneways, or hockey arenas and running tracks, I believe that Hamilton will only be the best place to raise a child and age successfully if we preserve this green space and promote facilities for young people and seniors to play and otherwise interact. We need to make sure that these recreational facilities are spread across the ward, Flamborough in particular, which is lacking in such places, and we need to be reinforcing the city's commitment to get moving on the community hubs planned for Beverly and Greensville. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates they feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? Thankfully, our system of municipal elections is accessible to anyone who might be thinking of taking a run at being a councillor. The downside is that it often attracts almost too many candidates, particularly in wards where an incumbent isn't running. As we saw with the recent by-election in Ward 7, that can lead to some skewed results with the winner garnering barely 20% of the vote. I think ranked ballots might be an effective way to counter this, to ensure that in those races with a large number of candidates, a consensus one emerges. As such, I am open to a discussion on ranked ballots and believe this to be the way forward to address the shortcomings of our electoral system. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? Joey, like most running for council, I believe our democracy is best served when we have an engaged and informed citizenry. This starts, but by no means ends, with the local councillor. It is my belief that council should welcome grassroots involvement with the decision-making process. The question becomes, how best to accomplish that? To start, it is my belief that a councillor-appointed community council is not an effective means by which to engage citizens. Such a body that the councillor handpicks and can have individual members simply removed from, if they don't toe the line, does not lead to good decision-making. With the greatest of respect to those who apply to and serve on these councils, these individuals do have the best interest of their communities at heart, these bodies tend to become echo chambers of confirmation bias and don't lead to good policy decisions in many cases. Recent examples here in Dundas include the movie shoot moratorium, the uh, public laneway dispute, and even the Parkside Cemetery. Rather, local engagement should be organic, grassroots, and free of councillor manipulation. The neighborhood association model that flourishes in Hamilton, I believe, is a sound one. Councillors who bring together, rather than try and control representatives of these neighborhood groups, are doing the right thing. Here in Dundas, we have a grassroots organization called Dundas Works that I believe is doing all the right things to engage citizens and replicate the neighborhood association model. 
Short of trying to formally incorporate it into city decision-making, I believe this model ought to be embraced here in Dundas and West Flamborough. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? Thanks, Jerry. One of the most important decisions that Council will make in the next mandate is that of hiring a city manager, and what a job it is. Here is what I as a councillor would look for in a candidate. A great deal of experience in city management with more than one department. Someone who is passionate about moving the city forward rather than taking on the job in a caretaking capacity. A candidate who is sensitive to the local realities of neighborhoods and communities. A candidate who is prepared to work with a local councillor to balance the recommendations of staff with the needs and desires of local communities. A candidate who is willing and able to motivate staff to work with the local councillor to help her or him communicate city priorities to her or his constituents. And finally, a candidate who values public transit, green space, and livable, walkable streets. These are the things that make Hamilton the best place to raise a child and age successfully. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? I always say, Joey, that the best solution to increasing competition for a larger slice of the pie is bake a bigger pie. This means doing what we need to do to grow our tax base. Then, we need to prioritize ensuring first that resources are allocated to the most vulnerable in our community, particularly in the wake of some recent policy decisions at the provincial level. We must then ensure that municipal resources in terms of infrastructure improvements are allocated equitably across board boundaries. Although I will be advocating hard for the needs of residents in Dundas and West Flamborough for things like road improvements and community centers, we also must understand that road improvements are needed in other areas of the city. We need long-term vision and planning, and we need to be reaching across ward boundaries to accomplish this. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council, and what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? Three words to describe my term? Seize big picture. Three words to describe council as a whole? Finally came together. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks that you wish to share? Thanks, Joey. My final words are, regardless of the outcome of this election, I consider myself to be the luckiest person alive. I could not ask for a better community, Dundas, to live in, nor a better city, Hamilton, to call home. I see the potential for Hamilton to be a world-class city if we come together and start making things happen. I believe Dundas and West Flamborough have a role to play in that and are prepared to lead in these transformative times. Knocking on doors, I am overwhelmed with the extent to which my friends and neighbors share these values. We want green spaces. We want safe streets. We want robust public transit. We want cycling infrastructure. I hope to be able to do my part as Ward 13 Councillor to make Dundas, West Flamborough, and Hamilton the best place to raise a child and age successfully. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank the Dundas branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their makerspace where we recorded today's podcast. This has been episode 57 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. 
Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.